Welcome to this episode of Upcycling with Deb. I'm your host, Deb Colometta. This is going to be like a webinar, but we'll call it a Debinar. I'm a mom on a mission, and I'm redefining wealth so that everyone can have their best life. I can be reached on Instagram and Twitter at Deb Colometta, at D-E-B-C-O-L-A-M-E-T-A, or find me on the website, thedebsite.com. And there you can also learn a little bit more about me. I'm an author. I wrote a number one best-selling book on Amazon called Best Offer, Best Life. And it's a book about how my husband and I made thousands of dollars by purging what we had in our house and selling it through online yard sales. And I wrote the book so that I could teach other people how to achieve this too. So we have that for sale on Amazon, um, but also I have recorded the audio version of that book. So for anyone who um, prefers to listen to the book instead of reading it, that will be available soon. I teach communications in the graduate program at Northeastern University and I work with companies to help make their communication better in the workplace. So I'll often go to a company and give a seminar uh, based on how to improve communication in the workplace, how to get along with teams better, and I love what I do. But my most important credential is that I'm a wife and I'm a mom of two small children. So I'm fighting the same clutter war that everyone else is fighting. Junk does not discriminate. It doesn't care if you're rich or poor. It seems like we all have junk in our lives. (laughs) So um, I I am definitely fighting that battle still on a daily basis. Um, So I I don't want to come in with some pretense and and you think that um, just because I wrote about a book on decluttering that you walk into my house and it's totally free of clutter. It's almost impossible when you've got a family. Um, But I do feel like after adopting this new lifestyle of being able to um, get rid of your excess and not bring in excess in the first place, we feel a lot more free um, and we're not controlled by our stuff anymore. It's given us a lot of freedom. So what is upcycling? Um, For a while, (laughs) I actually thought I'd made up the term, believe it or not, (laughs) but I did not. After a a little search on Google, I realized it was actually a thing. So for many people, upcycling is a form of recycling. So you might take something and um, turn it into uh, artwork or repurpose an item. And for me, upcycling means taking something in your life and making it better. So that way you can live your best life today. Why wait? So each week I'm going to cover a different topic, all with the same theme of making your life better, taking what you've got and making it better, upcycling it. So we'll talk about decluttering. We have a real estate expert coming on next week, Um, perhaps talk with people about exercise and how you can live your best life through a healthier lifestyle. Um, We have someone who's an expert in visualization and manifestation, interior design, workplace communication, um, and I like to call it communication hacks for the workplace. Um, Little tricks you can do um, in the workplace to make everybody's lives easier and um, to make it so that your teams work more smoothly together. So I'd like to begin by giving you a little bit of background on my selling story. It all began a few years ago when we were expecting my daughter. 
um, to be born. And my husband and I had bought a small house here in Stoneham, and we loved our little house. And when our son was born, our house got even cozier. Um, and the toys started mounting up and the stuffed animals and, and the baby gear. And when my daughter was uh, due to arrive, we really felt like we were at the max with our house and our little space. And um, we didn't want to you know, be so crowded in our space. So we started to think about maybe we'd have to move, maybe we'd look for a bigger house. So as anybody in the local real estate market can can attest, um, the Boston real estate market is very hot right now, and it's been hot for several years. So we were looking at houses that seemed a little bit bigger, but they were almost double the cost of what we had already paid for our house. So it didn't really seem worth it to take everything, uproot our whole lives, and move just for the sake of gaining a few hundred extra square feet in our living space and doubling our mortgage. So what we did instead was we just kind of reevaluated our own space and we thought, what is it that we love so much about these open houses that we're attending? Um, And besides not liking the price tag that we saw in the houses. And we realized that we really enjoyed the feeling of spaciousness, that there was no clutter on the countertops, that people had put away their junk or hidden it in a storage pod somewhere. So you walk into these houses and you think, wow, they're not that much bigger than our house on paper, but they feel so much better. So we started looking at our own space and seeing what could we do to make our space look like the houses that we've been seeing. So that meant purging our space. And we thought, Maybe we'll feel more comfortable in our own house, or if that didn't work and we still needed more space, then at least we'd be ready when we had to get a realtor and stage pictures and have our own open houses. So it was a win-win, and we decided it was totally worth the effort to start purging. But what we didn't really expect was that we would have this side byproduct of being able to earn money from our efforts. So I have a mission to teach everybody how they can do it. So we started purging our house a few years ago, and we continue to purge it. As I mentioned, um, this is an ongoing struggle, an ongoing process here. Um, so uh, I don't want you to think that when you walk into my house, you see you know, tumbleweed going through the living room because there's nothing in the house. Um, it's just that it feels a lot lighter, and I feel like my stuff isn't drowning us out anymore. So it's, it's a great feeling, and I want other people to have it as well. So we started purging our house and we started getting rid of things that we just didn't use or didn't want anymore or things that didn't suit our taste anymore. And we, what happened was we started to get a pile of things and none of it was junk. Some of it couldn't be donated because it maybe had multiple parts to it or um, it was too fragile or I was worried about it being separated if it did have many different parts or moving parts or was delicate. So it didn't make sense to donate them because I thought it would just become junk and uh, I didn't want that. And the stuff was too valuable to, to just have it become trash. So what we did was we started to sell our things using online yard sales. The result was we earned lots more space and thousands of dollars. And now we don't have to move (laughs) because our purging and 
decluttering efforts yielded so much extra space and, and extra cash that we didn't feel like we had to move anymore. So that was good news. So what is an online yard sale? An online yard sale, Deb's definition, is that it's a virtual forum for selling your excess. Now, of course, you can use it to sell just about anything, but I'm looking at it as a way to sell the excess household goods that you might have in your life. So there are a lot of free apps that let you do this, like Let Go, Offer Up, or Thread Up for clothing. There are online stores. You could use eBay or Amazon. And there's my personal favorite, which is using Facebook and Facebook online yard sales, which we'll get into in a minute how to get rolling with that. So another of my definitions, best offer for an item means removing the item from your space in a responsible way. So sometimes this means cash and sometimes it means donations, um, but it always yields more space. So when I think of donations, not only just a donation truck like you know, you call up a, a certain foundation and maybe they send a truck to your house to pick up some bags of items um, or you drop it off at a, at a repository. But you can also think in terms of donating your books. Um, like, for example, if you have books that are in excellent condition, you could go somewhere like the Book Oasis here in town and, um, and drop those off. And that's another form of of purging and sometimes you may get some credit for that maybe some store credit uh, depending on the store that you go to and, and make the donation and sometimes it's just a, a good way to not let the books end up in a landfill let somebody else enjoy them so that's another example of donating that sometimes um, people overlook it doesn't take any time really um, you can shop around for other things you're helping a local business and you're helping the environment by not putting your books in, into a, a trash can, which is a crying shame. <laughs> so it doesn't always mean cash, but it always means more space. And that's the real goal here is to get more space where you are. So take your living space, take what you've got and make it better. Your best life, like the book, Best Offer, Best Life, number one on Amazon, uh, means that you're living with financial freedom to do what you want to do, do what's important to you. So that's what your best life is. Um, it's not having to move because of your stuff, you know, not feeling like you're out of control, that you've lost control because there's just a conveyor belt of stuff coming into your life. So you can take control of your space. It means taking control of your life. And you can enjoy extra benefits of buying less and selling more, um, buying less stuff in the first place. Because once you get into this mindset of selling, it makes you reevaluate what you let cross into your house to begin with. So if you've just spent a whole weekend purging items, you're not necessarily going to want to um, go to a, a bargain store and stock up and load up your cart with junk that you're just going to end up having to sell. So it's a great mindset and it prevents you from bringing in that type of thing into your space, into your house, into your workplace. And the other thing is it, it makes you more conscious of the gifts that you might give other people and, and what is the gift going to be? Um, in their space? Is it going to take up a lot of room? Is it going to be an experience? Or um, is it going to be a toy that might be played with temporarily and then forgotten? So it's it's just a, a new way of life. So that's part of the best life definition that we talk about for the book. Now, when it comes to selling, everyone wants to know what's the hardest part about selling? It's taking 
action. That's it. Like anything in life, half of the success is just taking the first step and doing something about it rather than just thinking about it and letting it weigh on your mind. You really have to just do it and take action. So one of my favorite authors is Gretchen Rubin, and she has a quote, nothing is more exhausting than the task that is never started, which is so true in life and especially with online yard sales and purging your house. Nothing is more exhausting than the task that is never started. So that means you think about it, it weighs on your mind, you know you should do it, you plan out time, then you reschedule the time, and you want the donation to truck to come, but you don't schedule it. It just takes up so much energy. It's just easier to just do it rather than keep putting it off and keep putting it off. So the hardest part really is taking action. Beyond that, all you have to do is snap some pictures, post it online, and wait for the the sales to happen if they happen. Rather than accumulating a big pile in your garage and thinking, oh, I'll have to get to it, um, you know, at another time, then what, you know, what I recommend people do is if you think of an item, like you're thinking of an item that made you consider listening to this podcast or watching this show, um, if you're thinking of that item, just try to sell it. You know, go for something that's easy. Go for the low-hanging fruit, something that's not, um, you have no emotional investment in it. You know it will probably sell well. It's got a wide appeal, something that's easy to sell. You don't have any uh, special reason to hang on to it. Your kids aren't going to miss it. You've been tripping over it. Just pick something that's super easy to sell and snap some pictures and get started. Because once you make your first sale, it's going to become uh, second nature to you and almost addictive because you'll be clearing out space. You'll be clearing your basement, your kitchen, your house, your garage, even your backyard. It will feel so good. And someone's going to be paying you for your efforts essentially by um, by purchasing the items. And even if they don't purchase them, you've kind of paid yourself because you've created more space in, in your living space. So rather than gather a pile and try to hack away at the pile, I mean, the, the process of gathering the pile itself is enough work. So to try to attack that pile takes so much energy and effort and, you know, oh, I'll get to it next week and then the pile's you know, been sitting there for a couple of months and it becomes part of the landscape of the garage. Rather than that, try to pick an item and post it and go do that as you go along. And then, you know, you may find that you have a pile of things that accumulate in the garage. Um, but at the end of the month, if they don't sell, then you call the donation company and you ask them to uh, make a stop at your house and off those items go. But really they should be, you know, it should be one directional. You should be moving the items to a space, an outdoor space or a sheltered space, and they sh it shouldn't be coming back into your house, even if it doesn't sell. It should be getting out of your space. So my, my single best pro tip, spoiler alert, because this is something that I cover in the online and the in-person workshops that I host, the best tip is to start now. Start today. Whatever item you're thinking of, post it today. So you can't have any success unless you get started. So that's really the most difficult thing is, is the getting started. So once you create your profile online um, through Facebook or join some online yard sale groups, 
you'll find that um, once you get rolling, you'll it'll snowball, and all that that big snowball of junk is going to roll right out of your house. It's a great feeling. You know, one of the the most um, fulfilling things about writing the book was that a lot of my friends went out and bought bought it, and they told me they read it and that they were applying the strategies. And I was really happy to hear that they were having success based on some of the tips that I was giving in the book, whereas before they weren't having a lot of luck selling online. Um, And I got some text messages recently from friends who tried selling uh, baby strollers and earned big money for that because the baby stroller was in excellent condition and hadn't been used. Um, and uh, and sh- that was a single baby stroller that was just sitting in the garage and they got like $100 for it. Um, so things that they hadn't even thought of selling because they read the book, it inspired them to take action. So that made it that was really fulfilling for me and made me feel good because I inspired people to start looking at their things. And, you know, as you start to look around your living room, you might start seeing dollar signs of things that you could be um, shuffling out the door and making more space. One thing, um, you know, we've covered how you need to just begin, begin anywhere, begin in the room that you're sitting in, just begin. Um, and sell as you go along. You don't need to wait until you've gathered a pile. That's the other thing. If you're like, well, I'm going to start doing my online yard sales. I'm going to start this weekend, and then this weekend comes along, and the weather's sunny, and um, you don't know how many sunny weekends are left in the fall, so you might as well um, you know, be outside and spend time with your family. That's more important, of course, than any online yard sales. Well, now you're looking at it as you have to find a block of time to dedicate to this. My point is that you can make it integrated with your life. So if you notice something that needs to be sold, don't make a big deal out of it. Just take a picture, upload it, think about some descriptive words, your pricing, which is all covered in my book, you know, how to price an item, and then just post it and see what happens. And if it sells, awesome. If it doesn't, donate it. But you've started to create that movement outward, out of your house to create space. So online yard sales, it's it's a better option than the in-person yard sales for a couple of reasons. And this is just my opinion, but um, I've never actually hosted a, an in-person yard sale like on my front yard um, because I feel like it would be too emotional for me. I don't want to have strangers picking through my things. Um, but online yard sales, they allow you to sell as you go along. So you don't have to say, well, we're going to have a yard sale in May. So I'm just going to put this item aside until May rolls along. And then maybe you change your mind or um, you decide you have second thoughts about selling it. Online sales, you can just post it and before you change your mind, it could be sold. It also happens rain or shine. Um, An in-person yard sale can be difficult because you have to wait for ideal weather, good selling season and so forth. But online yard sales happen rain or shine. And the ads can be posted in under a minute. You know, you don't have to run around the neighborhood canvassing uh, and posting signs that there's going to be a yard sale at a particular location. So you can use your smartphone and get your ad posted. No problem. You have lots of yard sale options. As I mentioned, you've got let go, offer up. Um, and those are great. Those are free apps that you can use. They're very easy to download and you can go to the app store or the Android store um, to get those apps. The benefits, well, the benefit and drawback is that it's anonymous. So that can be a little bit difficult because you don't really have a lot of um, 
you don't have a lot of responsibility on the part of the potential buyer. So in that case, you might find that sometimes they uh, might stand you up because they're just clicking through an app. You don't really know if they're a real person or they're just maybe a somebody who has a lot of time on their hands and they want to waste your valuable time. So it's anonymous. Um, It's typically local the way that the settings are. Um, You can choose the range where you want to sell and buy items, but anybody can look at any particular geographic area. And it's also free to use, so those are some good options. And the the other options we have for the online yard sales are Amazon and eBay, but these sites they're great and I've used them, but they do require shipping. And so that means you have to share um, some of your profit with the store uh, or you have to share some of the profit with the store because they take a cut of it. Um, And you cut into your own profit because you have to pay for the shipping. So if that's a larger item, that can be pretty expensive. Even if you ship something that's a a shoebox size, that can be, um, that could take the whole cost of the item that you're selling. Um, So for, less expensive items this is kind of a um, profit buster but Facebook is pretty good because it's local it's free it's by uh, you know you have to ask for an invitation to join the group so you know that uh, the person is not just creating some fake profile hopefully um, because you can see that they have friends you can um, see if you have mutual friends which is very important to actually executing the sale so Um, You can see details about the buyer to make sure that the buyer is a real person. You can, you know, if you see a lamp that you want to buy and uh, Joe Smith is selling it, then you can click on Joe Smith's profile and see if he's actually a real person. Do you have any mutual friends? And um, in that case, you know that it's not going to be like some dangerous person hopefully and uh, you know that you can leverage your mutual connections to make sure that you don't get stood up so going through Facebook helps reduce the amount of um, times that you're stood up you can see that they're a real person unlike the apps where you know it's more anonymous and you can reach out to them and talk about how you have mutual connections so that's something that I might do if I haven't heard from somebody or you know they say oh I'm gonna buy that and I'll stop by tomorrow at three and I haven't heard from them the day of they haven't responded to me I might just drop in if we have a a mutual friend I might say oh you know I noticed that we have a mutual friend so and so Um, so can I still expect to see you at three? And then magically, most of the time, someone will respond back, oh, sure, yeah, I didn't know you knew so-and-so also. That's, we went to high school together. That's great. So now I've kind of ensured that, um, that they know that I'm monitoring the sale, that I'm expecting that they'll show up, and that, who knows, I might just report them to so-and-so if they don't show up for the sale. So it just keeps everybody honest and keeps the, the process totally transparent, which is always a good thing. So you have um, lots of local groups to choose from here in Stoneham. We have well over 6,000 members in the Stoneham area um, yard sale group. And one of the local towns next door, Woburn, has well over 20,000 members. There's um, another group, Mass Furniture Online Yard Sales, that has over 45,000 members. So you're putting your item that's for sale 
into these groups, you put them in front of an audience of thousands of people, you know, rather than putting them in front of your house and hoping that the right person is going to be driving by. So it is, it's a numbers game. It depends on how many items you try to sell. It depends on how many um, groups and places that you post and the size of the group in which you're posting. So if you have a lot of thousands of members um, in that particular group, you're going to have a wider audience and a wider casting the net wide for your, your particular item. Item. So that's going to help you with success as well. What we'll talk about in the next episode is the steps for selling, what you can do to get to get your item posted and how to have the best chances for success. Again, my name is Deb Colometta. I want to thank you for giving me your most valuable asset today, which is your time. Thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you or to you again during the next podcast. You can reach me again at at Deb Colometta or find me at thedebsite.com and check out my book on Amazon, Best Offer, Best Life, Deb's Quick Start Guide to Creating Wealth Through Online Yard Sales. We'll be back next time with more tips and tricks and hacks that you can use to start upcycling to get your best life.